Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arab Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. I kind of expected it. And ask me questions if I was confusing. I kind of expected it. Um, Arizona Phil has come out with his list of players that are going to be participating in extended spring training. And I kind of expected it. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. Now, let's see. Rosters for the minor league affiliates. Iowa is up around 30 players. Tennessee is, I think, above 25. I think South Bend and Myrtle Beach are both above 25, as far as on the active roster. So even when you take out the players who are on the 40-man roster, that's still well over 100, well over, you know, 110, 115, I don't know how many. Uh, also doesn't include players who are on the short-term injured list. Uh, the players in extended spring training, there's 92 of them. Now, some of those are also on the injured list, so I don't know how long those players are out for necessarily, but it could well be, as I had hoped, that the Cubs have invited a number of players from the Dominican Summer League squads as kind of a lend-lease-look-see kind of a thing. I mentioned it before, but I'll talk about it again in case you haven't heard it or you need a reminder. Uh, Teams are allowed 180 players on their major league roster through the minor league season. 190 in the offseason, 180 in the regular season, If a player is on the 60-day injured list, they don't count. So you have, oh goodness, I don't even know how many is on the rosters combined. But then when you throw in the ones that are at extended spring training, sounds to me like that's over the 180-player limit, which means, or which indicates, that probably some players have been called up from the Dominican Summer League for extended spring training, and we're just going to see how you are. We're going to see how good you are. We're going to see if you belong at the major at the U.S. level or if actually you probably belong in the Dominican Summer League level because it's not specifically about which players are the best. It's about making sure the players that are the ones that have the best upside are placed at the right spot. Let's say you have a, oh, late round draft pick from a couple of years ago. And he's at that point where if he figures it out, pitcher, hitter, doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. If he figures it out, he's worth keeping around. But really, there's not much of a likelihood 
of a huge uptick in his skills as of right now. 22, 23-year-old, something like that. But he's better than the guys that are 17 in the Dominican Summer League. So 22, 23-year-old guy is better than the guys who are 17. But the guys who are 17 probably have a better future, a bigger likelihood of a future, because they're younger, they're still developing, and they might still potentially figure it out. Whereas the other guy is, you know, we'll give you this look. We'll give you this last look. Maybe you'll stick around, maybe you won't. But we'll take a look. Remember, the 180 li limit re remains in place all year until the season concludes. So let's say that the Cubs are now at 177. Just pulling a number out of my backside. 177 now, perhaps, maybe. If they add three more guys... They're fine. If they add a fourth guy, they've got to release somebody or put somebody on the 60-day injured list because their teams are only allowed to have 180 players because it'd be absolutely evil to have 181. That would be wrong. So when you have a player who we're going to give him one last chance, we're going to give him one last chance. The minor league version of Dylan Maples from the last couple of years. Guy's throwing 95, 96, but he has no idea where the ball's going, and he has no secondary pitches, nothing. We'll bring him in. We'll give him a look. We'll let him have a chance in extended spring training. And if he does figure it out, then great. We got a piece to hang on to. But if he doesn't figure it out, then we'll probably let him go. We'll probably let him go. But we, when you have the players who, I don't have a specific player in mind, but last year at the Dominican Summer League level, he was either the third or fourth outfielder, maybe the fourth or fifth infielder on one of the two teams. So he got almost starter almost starters minutes. Oh, yeah, I'll use the basketball example. Guy played 18 minutes a game. 18 minutes a game. In college. 18 minutes a game. Bring him in. If he's good enough so that you're thinking, hey, this guy's going to play 26, 28 minutes a game, then you move him to the States. If he still looks like, maybe 20, then you send him back to the Dominican League. Because you want the players to all have a chance to play. You want the players to all have a chance to play. Now, as you put together rosters for the four full-season affiliate squads, there will always be that guy on the team who, frankly, frankly, he's the last guy on the bench. Last hitter on the bench, last infielder on the team, last pitcher in the bullpen we're going to have him around we're going to have him around we're going to use him in games but we're not going to prioritize using him a lot we're just not going to prioritize that if he ends up getting 
a bunch of time, great, cool. I hope it works out for him. But we're not setting a whole lot of priorities for we have to get this guy four or five starts a week. You get the situation where you have a first baseman, you have three outfielders, you have a second baseman, a third baseman, a shortstop, and a spare infielder, and a spare outfielder, and an extra bat. You have that one extra guy on the bench, maybe plays a little second base, third base, shortstop. But he hasn't exploded yet. He doesn't have great power. He's not a great defensive player. He's not really fast. Does a little bit of everything, but there's nothing specific that makes you think, yeah, this guy's going to be a major leaguer. That's the guy that's the last guy on the bench. And it's completely fine to have at any level. That guy who, he's on the team and he really hustles. He's a great guy in the clubhouse. He might eventually be a coach. He might eventually be a scout. It's cool having him on the bench learning stuff. But we're not going to prioritize getting him five or six starts a week. Maybe two, maybe three. Maybe three or four if somebody else gets injured. But no, he's not going to be the priority. He's not going to be the guy that's going to be getting all the starts. It's going to be somebody else. That's the guy who is the reserve. That's the guy who's the reserve, whether at the A level, the double A level, the triple A level, wherever, you're going to have that guy on pretty much every team who, well, he's going to be the last option. He's going to be the last option. We'll play him here and there. So you look as the Cubs look at the players in contention for Arizona League, Arizona Compound League spots, and Dominican Summer League spots. You're going to want to have the guys that are the best players starting. You're going to want to have the best players starting somewhere. You're going to want to have the best players starting, specifically the best prospects starting somewhere. So you have the kid who is 18 in the Dominican Summer League. He was 17 in the Dominican Summer League last year. Now he's 18. You're trying to decide, should he be playing stateside? Should he be in the DSL? And that's exactly what extended spring training should be for. Make sure that he gets some looks in games. Make sure that he gets some opportunities to play defense. Make sure that he gets some opportunities to play some offense. Little bit of everything. Because that's how, A, he shows off how good he is. And, B, he shows off where he belongs. If he's showing that when he plays against a reasonably decent Arizona Compound League pitcher, Reasonably decent Arizona Compound League league pitcher. And if a person follows the Arizona Compound League, you'll have an idea what I'm talking about. There are some guys who absolutely carve at the Arizona Compound League level, and there are some guys who are completely struggling. Again, throws 94, no idea where it's going. Don't really want to cut the 94 because it might turn into 96 and he might start throwing strikes. 
but you're not going to pot commit for a real long time because 94 and doesn't throw strikes doesn't get you very far. Or possibly the outfielder who he's really quick, but he hasn't figured out how to hit yet. You know, there are guys like that. They have they have the thing they're good at, and then they're the, there's the things that they're not good at. They're, it happens. It happens. So what the Cubs are trying to decide, hopefully in spring, in extended spring training, is that kid from the DSL. Does he belong here? Or does he belong there? Or possibly should he just get released? Because the DSL, you can only have 70 players on your roster. Only have 70 players on your roster. So if you have, if the Cubs right now have, uh, oh, let's say 74 guys on their roster, but four of them are on their stateside roster, dropping it down to 70, they're basically looking at players, giving them looks, checking them out against players stateside with stateside coaches observing. They're trying to decide, are we going to keep this guy or are we going to let this guy go? We got to let some guys go. We got to let some guys go. Because we gotta have room for other guys. So do we wanna have this guy at the Arizona League level? Do we wanna have him at the D- Dominican Summer League level, or do we wanna release him? Perfectly valid question. Perfectly valid thought process. And if the Cubs have more players in the extended spring training, they have more guys that they're allowed to decide on. Which to me sounds like a great idea. Send them out, let them play. And if you end up having a situation where, oh my goodness, we're down an outfielder today, you send a shortstop out to right field, you send a third baseman out to right field, it's not really going to hurt a whole lot if in the extended spring training game, a pitcher gives up a fly ball to the right fielder and he takes two steps in and realizes, "Uh uh-oh, I should have run back, runs back, and all of a sudden, instead of a routine fly ball, oh no, the pitcher gave up a double. You know what ends up happening? In about two or three minutes, somebody says, roll them, and the inning's over. Because at the extended spring training level, it's a minor league game. It's a minor league spring training game. Nobody really cares. You're trying to figure out who are the better players and who aren't the better players. You stick a guy out wherever you're going to stick him out. Figure out who the better players are. Figure out who the better players are. Last year, the Cubs-Arizona League team was fun to follow. They lost a bunch of games, but they were fun to follow offensively, at least. Uh, I think they just, uh, oh yeah, that's right. The, the playoffs were really funky. There really wasn't much of a playoff scenario, and that team wasn't going to do it uh, because they didn't have a whole lot of uh, pitching depth. But um, extended spring training, I'm glad to see the Cubs have way more players than necessary in extended spring training because that's what extended spring training is for. Have a whole bunch of more players than you need space for. Give them all a look. Check them out. See who belongs. See who doesn't. And push people into realizing the obvious. There's about 100 people out here. There's about 100 people out here And none of them are at the full season level. None of these guys are at the full season level. So you'd better bring it. 
practice, develop, listen to the coaches, hustle, work hard, be a good teammate, because otherwise you're not going to make it out of extended spring training. But if you do what you're supposed to and you do get better and you do make it out of extended spring training, then it's all good because that's what extended spring training is for. Getting a chance for the extreme developing players to extreme develop and possibly get better enough to stick in the States, possibly get better to prove they ought to be starting in the Dominican Summer League, or possibly make a case for I ought to be the first guy called up to Myrtle Beach if there's an injury. Because as well as having players on the bench who aren't going to play, there's always going to be that pitcher. There's always going to be that hitter. There's going to be that outfielder. There's going to be that infielder. If you guys do need somebody to play in Myrtle Beach, it's me. There's going to be that guy. There's always that guy. Now, some people might be saying, well, it's going to be Cristiano Hernandez. It's going to be, we don't know who it's going to be. The coaches from watching extended spring training will have a whole lot better of an idea who it should be than people who are just flat out guessing. Unfortunately, the Cubs coaching staff seems to be totally capable anymore. Um, so yeah, the names are out for the players that are at extended spring training. Some of them are familiar. Most of them are not very possibly. Arizona Phil has a posting up with the 98 or whatever, 96, 98 names, something like that. And you're certainly welcome to peruse it at the cub reporter. But I'm glad to see the Cubs are aggressively loading up on players who are in extended spring training. And may they all, well, may a bunch of them get better. Thanks for stopping by.